Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are back once again, and this is a special episode for the Tilted DFS podcast. Um, as always, you are joined with me, Sean, and the co-host, Matt. Matt, how are you doing tonight? Doing good. We have a two-game slate. I'm playing at NHL, and I'm actually cashing for the first time in three nights, so it's a good good night for a change. And I'm also losing streak. And I'm also cashing in your uh, little tournament as I yeah. am in first. Just want to make that known, everybody. I have a takedown coming, so uh, I'm gonna boast about that for the next three, four, five days. It's nine bucks, and he beat four of the guys: myself, my brother, a guy I work with, and my brother's friend. So <laughs> I'm I'm gonna take it how it comes. Um, exactly. Hey, nine dollars is nine dollars. Exactly. So. More for me to waste on football Sunday. So woohoo! There you go. All right, and uh, what makes it special is the guest that we have. Uh, let's introduce him. Chris, how are you doing tonight? Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Obviously, they will already know, but, you know, for the listeners that don't. Hi, I'm Chris Wassel, better known as the curmudgeonly prick, Better, no- even better known as that <laughs> damn freaking injury ninja that seems to, like, torment, like, fantasy teams since, oh, about 2000. Uh, all, all, all kidding aside, um, you know, I do I do a little bit of everything from uh, daily fantasy to season long to high stakes leagues, as, as well as like I said, injuries, uh, NHL features, and I cover that team known as the New Jersey Devils. That nobody likes. Absolutely. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I, I yeah. Don't do it. Uh, I won't. Um, so yeah, uh, we have a ten game. NHL slate coming up here on the DraftKings. Are you guys ready to dive into it? Of course. Let's and do this. This will be a quick one, as I could tell you the first game. Just stack <laughs> my team. Um, San Jose <laughs> at Montreal. Um, it is a 6.5 over under goal, projected goal total, with the Montreal being the favorites, obviously, at 123. I'm um, starting with you, Chris. The goalies, um, do you like any in this game? In a word? No, <laughs> just simply <laughs> no. As, as much as people will be tempted to play Carey Price in this for the contrarian ridiculousness, the answer is still no. Um, look, let's put it this way. Montreal gives up as many goals as they do for a reason. They are suddenly team fun this year. Look, there, there is no way to explain October to the non-passion... Basically, for the casual hockey fan, to try and explain October is akin to jumping into a haystack full of needles as opposed to, hey, you're, you're going to get hurt. You just don't know how bad uh, until you jump in. And in this case, it's a- absolutely true. So I-, I, took a l- I took a look at this uh, for, for, for the fun of it now. Point, point spread-wise is hysterical in this game. I mean, the, the team totals are just all over the place. By the way, San Jose is a, was at one point a team total of 3.5 on the road. It's That's almost a, yeah. unheard of. No. Especially for a West Coast team coming East. It has backed off since, but still, it's the idea. Um, when, you're, when you're looking at the value as far as Vegas, if you see a say a plus minus situation as far as the higher over under and you see it negatively tilted, you know that Vegas is eyeing to bring the number down a little bit. For example, um, 
the over six and a half, at least for, for New Jersey betters right now is plus 120, where on other sites, you're going to see it come down and you're going to see it come down pretty hard in the morning. So that means a, your goaltending is going to suck and B <laughs> it's going to suck. I mean, look, nobody likes to say this and it's not that carry price is a bad goaltender far from it. It's just that, Look, the chances are going to come fast and furious. The high danger chances on both teams are, are ridiculous. And you have scoring chances at almost 40 per 60, which is absurd. This should not happen in, in even in late October. But it's going to. And because, you know, Montreal is playing a little bit more of a wide open style, especially at 5-on-5, five five, you have game stack ability. Right? Yes, right. definitely. Now, the, que- the question I have for my esteemed compadre here, but how do you game stack knowing that San Jose has won 12 of the last 13 matchups in the series? <laughs> I can't believe the number. It, it, yeah. it's, almost like, it's almost like Buffalo San Jose for a while when Buffalo went on like a 10-1 run. Uh, it, it's eerie. I mean, I'm looking at this now, and it's like the number is like, no. And it's like, yeah. Oh, this is this is crazier than I thought. Now, one one little twist, other than cough, Brendan Gallagher cough, play Brendan Gallagher cough, keep playing Brendan Gallagher because nobody in San Jose can cover the middle of the net. At least I haven't seen it all, all season. Um, one very rare occasion. Um, but. It's just it's just this like black hole. It's like nobody goes there, or they're always late in getting there. So yeah. here's here's the here's the subtle Vegas number, and this is the big one. Now, Montreal is only four three and two on the season, right? Now this is this is where it gets fun. They are a whopping six two and one when it comes to the over, and seven and two against the spread. That's so. Yeah, it's, that's what. So that means that means <laughs> one big thing. Their combined goals for and goals against has to be seven, and sure enough, it's seven point one. Yeah. Usually, usually when it's that that tilted, you know you have already a projection that's over six and a half. So when I'm when I'm when I'm looking at this, I'm not looking so much at power play stacks. I'm looking at just five on five fury. And expecting, oh, I can take a little here. I know the Vander Kane line is probably going to go nuts because, well, look, Shea Weber is injuring his own teammates. Um, <laughs> poss- I, if I read this right, no Thomas Tatar tomorrow. Uh, yeah, he got hurt in practice. Dramatically says, looks like. Yeah, yeah, Weber got him, yeah. literally. So that that's going to be a bit of a problem. That it's going to switch up their lines a little bit. And yeah, I want to see who they end up putting with the top line. Is it going to be Suzuki or does Drouin move up? Or just, you know, I keep hearing Suzuki. Um, Eric Engels, I think, from Sportsnet said it was going to be Suzuki. But look, until you hear something from Claude Julian, don't don't you know? Yeah. Just just hold off, people. When you're listening to this, you'll understand why we say hold off on it because it's Claude Julian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even to your point with the goals. Both teams in the last five games have 19 goals scored, so they're almost averaging four goals a game each team. It's crazy. So, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's 
no goalies in this game. It's it's playing the players, and and, and the pricing isn't so bad. Evander Kane's the highest priced player on mm-hmm. the on both teams at seventy one hundred, and then it goes to seven k for Burns, Gallagher sixty nine, and then six thousand and under. So yep. it's it's an easy game to stack because the pricing's not that terrible on it. Yeah, that's absolutely the one good thing about this game is that there, there's a lot of easy stackability. You wish this was like a hat, like a six game slate though. Yeah. For, for the for this one, you really do because the fact that the fact that it's ten and you have some later games on the board that could just go completely backwards, upside down, and sideways, um, and not necessarily in a good. I, look, I will preface this by saying that there are at least two games among the second half that will bore you to death in tears. <laughs> and you'll you'll wish you you went to sleep and never picked any players from either one of these games. I but, might have an idea who you're talking about, but we'll, <laughs> we'll see yeah, when we get there. Don't don't do it. Don't. Do, uh, but yeah. again, uh, this this probably amongst I would say the first the first half or the first four or five games. This is this is the game to play. Yeah, it's, if yeah. you're going to do it. It's very rare when the first game of the night that I look at is my favorite game of the night. Play. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, there's there's one other one that intrigues me, but uh, there's there's a there's a worry uh, uh, front of that one that that yeah. scares me a little bit. We'll, we'll yeah, get and and with you know just to finish up on this game, um, you know I, I like Carlson fifty seven hundred. He's he's Absolutely. actually pretty cheap for Carlson, averaging eleven drafting points a game. And then I want to see who plays at the top line for, for Montreal. If he can get some value like Suzuki, it'd be nice. Um, because he's only at uh, 3,300. So if you can get him playing first line mm-hmm. with Deneau and uh, Gallagher at 3,300, yeah. I like that a lot. That's, that, that is solid. I mean, yeah. shoot. I, you know, I sit there and stack for that cheap. I'll take it. Yeah, I, will, nice, I, will, so. I will. I will. I will run with it. I can spend so many other places now that I wouldn't have been able to before with, with that. With that change. Um, yeah. Exactly. Wow. All right, Sean. What about uh, move on to the next game now? Next one. All right. Next up is Arizona at the uh, New York Islanders, with a five point five over under projected goal total, with the Islanders being the favorite at one twenty three. Uh, same thing. Starting off with goalies here, Chris. Uh, either one. You know what? I, I thought about this a little bit, and if I'm going to play anybody, I'm just going to play. I'm going to play Darcy Cumper because look, I I've I've read this. I've wrote this guy upside down and all over the place since the last half of last season. To be honest, I have. Um, I think we all have, if, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I sat there and I just kept gambling. I was like, when is it gonna? When when's the bubble gonna burst? When is it? When is, and it hasn't. It really has not. Now, the one bad thing, at least when it comes to the Islanders, as far as um, shot totals, it is a bit of concern because, let's face it, possession-wise, if you go into the tri-state area, it's a black hole. Um, yes, the three the three worst teams in the NHL possession-wise are all right within about 30 minutes of each other. That's pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. One, one is... At least two are directly because of coaching, and the third is because of design. Um, you know, I tell you, one in particular is be absolutely because they don't want to fire the assistant coach, and I'm still trying to 
get that to happen. But okay. Here, <laughs> anyway, here's, the, here's bottom bottom lines in this game. Now there there is obvious concerns galore. You have two of the top five or six defenses in the entire league going up against each other. Despite you know what they allow shots on goals wise. Yeah. Uh, look, Arizona's number one in the league. They allow less than two goals a game. I know it's early, but this is this kind of is an extension of what happened in the second half of last season. So no one should be surprised. The Islanders are no slouches themselves. Even with Semyon Varamov shenanigans, they are still seventh in in the league in goals goals allowed. And over the four game winning streak, they were basically right behind Arizona. Don't ask me how. I do not have an answer. If you ask me on Twitter, I'm just going to say I have no bloody answer how Semyon Varamov is winning games playing as awful as he looks. And, and it's seen... point with, with your goals mm-hmm. against average too, real quick, that you said for for um, for the Islanders, I, I think it's they've scored less than two. Yes. Over the last something like over the last five games, something like that. It was I, I forgot. Yeah, and they still have managed to win four of them. Yeah, they. Three three goals a game or something they're averaging and they won yeah they won four in a row it's like they're not scoring but they're winning so, they're, oh. yeah they're just scoring enough barely yeah uh, yeah you, not, you not that Phoenix is much better but no but you know what at least and this is this is always my theory with with playoff teams if you can score three goals a game you'll probably make the playoffs if you have a good enough defense and yeah that is exact just the number that Arizona's scoring at they are right at three. So, in in that sense, not so bad. Um, you know, numbers are there, power play numbers are there. I, look, the craziest the craziest number of all in, in this game is special teams. The craziest numbers come from there. Um, the Islanders, for example, are literally converting one out of every three power plays. I couldn't tell you how. Well, actually, I do know how. It's Matthew Barzel, but. <laughs> The, the thing is this. Is that going to continue? And that answer is probably no. Um, Jordan Eberle is out, by the way. Um, yes, I did not, see that. Not that I was particularly surprised when I saw the news uh, a couple hours Ooh. ago where they basically said, uh, no, he's not playing. There's no way he's playing. Um, so that, that's you know, kind of a little bit of an ominous sign. It's not terrible. Um, so I believe it's going to be Lee Barzel and Bailey again for the top line, and they will they will have a decent amount of power play correlation. Will I play all three? No, no, don't don't bother. Uh, Arizona, I'm intrigued by Nick Schmaltz. I shouldn't be. It, it's like go. It's like do I go to the well once too often? Answer yes. Um, I can't help it. Am I going to st- am I going to play him everywhere? No. You know, no. Just just a very very light a lot of very light plays in this game because you're expecting a little bit of tiredness from both teams in a in a weird way. Uh, Especially Arizona be on the road on the East Coast. I, I guess in a sense about tiredness slash rustiness, if you will, because the Islanders have been off for the past few nights. That's and true. It's it's a weird sort of game where both teams come in on streaks, but one was off a few days and one's kind of road weary a little bit. Uh, it all depends on which, which one gives where. I mean, look. Yeah, the Islanders have, have been off for five days. So five days. Yeah, they played yeah, the 19th. Yeah, the, yeah. The, I mean, the, look at the Devils for example. 
off five, six days, then off another four to five days. Yeah. Who made the, who, yeah. who made the schedule? <laughs> I, I don't know. But this is where, like I said to people, if you're going to, if you're going to stack from this game at all, look at the power play units for both teams and don't get fancy. You know, stack a couple players, run away. Don't, don't, don't go nuts. There's too many other yeah. games where you, you have options here. Uh, you know, a 10 clean slate, there's no reason to look at a game where it could be a 2-1 finish that yeah, hard. You know, like, so you, I want the, if anything, uh, yeah, like you said, Kemper, if Ronta starts for some reason, either one of them, you know, I like. But then the, the forwards, and if there's somebody yeah. value in there that pops up, maybe, you know, like you said, mentioned Schmaltz, he's been playing pretty yeah. well. Yeah, but even his price is starting to come up. Um, really, one of the only places that it hasn't too much yet is fantasy draft, and even then, it's starting. It's starting to. It's starting to creep up there to the point where it's like, mm, this is the unsustainable part of the uh, uh, yeah. price price realm. So, nope, may not want to touch them. All right, we're gonna move on to the next game. Uh, I'm gonna do that one. Sean had to hop off for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Buffalo at the Rangers. Uh, it's a six and a half projected goal total. Buffalo is a one twenty seven road favorite. Ah, this is where it gets lots of fun. It's the Lindy Ruff Bowl. For those that don't know, Lindy Ruff, <laughs> once upon a time and many many moons ago, uh, coached the Buffalo Sabers to some glorious results and a foot in a crease that Buffalo fans twenty years later still have never gotten over. Um, not like a hole in the net, though. No, not in the hole in the net, and not not the inf- not not the infamous um, Finland USA game where the puck went through the side of the net and somehow it counted as a goal, even though replay clearly showed it went through the side of the net. And it's still one of my wor- one of the worst moments I've ever seen in sports, where literally you watch it go through, you see the ref looking at it on the replay, and still. W- still not waving it off and nobody can believe this um i remember chris drury literally saying i i I want to throw up on the ref end quote and he did (laughs) he did ultimately get severely fined for it but at at the point that was warranted at the time and you know now you you look at look at the two teams and they couldn't be going in more opposite directions now for ranger fans out there I, i want to preface this by saying the following your 38-year-old goalie, no matter how much you try and praise him, is Martin Broder 2.0 at 38, and maybe worse. Yeah. Let's just face the realities of what it is. It is not just the god-awful defense in front of him because, look, New Jersey had some pretty— It is <laughs> awful, though, <It> defense. Is... <laughs> look, both defenses on each team are not great. Let, let, let's, let's just put this out there. Um, it's bad. There's— there's a level of bad, and then there's basically watching this. Now, okay. Simple num- simple numbers of death, if you will. The New York Rangers right now are allowing just about 37 shots per 60. You don't even want to know the even strength number of how bad it is. That's, yeah, that's, that's an at, insanely at large one point, At one point, that number was damn near over 40. I mean, that's just, wow. Um, yeah. Now, the only silver lining with, with with this game, at least, is you go under the assumption that 
Buffalo is not going to shoot 12% on the year forever. You know, no, you want to know what that, that number. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. And the rain, the Rangers have swapped players off their first and second lines. Uh, Artemi Panarin has the bread man has been shuffled down to the second line to bring up the number two draft pick because he got mad on Twitter and said something bad, and apparently the Rangers coaching staff blinked. So now, <laughs> now, so now, but, now what, what I don't get is what, why, why take Panarin off? Why, why is Kreider there? Take Kreider off the first line. Let Panarin play with Ben and Jen and Kako. Because mm-hmm. I, I was listening to the other day. I was listening to Reese and Jensen. And they said the same thing. It's like, if you're going to if you're gonna take, um, if you're going to change lines up, you put Kako. Yep. This, this is your future. Ben is there for three or four more years. Panarin's there for seven years. Kako's there probably mm-hmm. for hopefully 15 years. Yep. Play them together. Even if it's all, all your line, you're scoring on one line, play them together. Get them used to each other. They're going to be there forever. You, they're going to be your line. Get them, get them the time now when, when you're bad. So when they're good, when yep. you're good again, they're good. You, you know what this means, Matt? This makes too much sense, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. When, 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 That's the problem. When, yeah, when we can sit there as, in a sense, almost lay people. And I talked to this with, 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 with Jensen, Reese, and um, David Satriano because – we had to at some point, otherwise we were going to get in trouble. Um, I was like, look, there is a reality and an anger that is going to come out from Ranger fans that is no way will be rationalized at all from this game. And no. why does your defense fall back so fast? Maybe because it's that bad. I mean, this is this is re, this is reality. Um, it's not your coach, especially in this case, as much as they, they would like to think or like to tell you. Your defense is just structurally bad. That comes from your management. That come you know that comes from a lot of things, but mainly Jeff Gordon and the staff that thinks that you know somehow this will hold together. It's never going to. Um, you know, you this team is not tanking necessarily, but needs to. That's the yeah. that's the irony with the Rangers. They almost they almost absolutely positively need to tank, um, and they won't. They they no. just they won't do it. Lundqvist won't waive his no trade clause. He needs to. Um, and look, hey, that's that's what they want to do. That that's his prerogative, but. In the meantime, this makes it nice and easy. I like Buffalo players all over the place, and yeah, and, and you, they're not that expensive options. tonight. <laughs> no, they really are not. I mean, I'm I'm looking. I looked at this, and I'm like, oh wow. Um, it's like you're not that bad. Why? Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. Um, yeah, and like Eichel seventy nine and Skinner seven K, but then after that, all of a fifty five, and it goes down from there. So, Buffalo is definitely a. Um, stackable team tonight they're not too expensive the first power play you can get some exposure to with you know pay up cycle then you can get you know Darlene the 53 and I, I like even That's like not... Marcus Johansson for some value at 38 he's on the second power play line he plays with Skinner on the second line he's interesting yeah I, w- I would at least consider it just because often often in in this type of scenario um I mean, Eichel, Eichel will get his shots. He'll probably hit the shot bonus tomorrow. Uh, 
Um, yeah, most likely. A couple, couple projections have him like right around five. So, um, would I be shocked? No, but I like Jeff Skinner almost more just for the for the simple reason. Um, it just it screams play. It, yeah. it does, and that's all right. But also on the on the counter, which is kind of fun here. Yeah, I'll 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 bite on Zabanajad tomorrow, only only because of previous history against Buffalo. Yeah, and then I'm I sure won't go to too far. I won't stray too far after that. Um, I'm thinking, and I know they're not going to say it yet, um, and I know they have different lines for it right now. But don't be shocked if Zabanajad and and Panarin magically wind up on the power play together tomorrow night. Yeah, you happen. would you would think it's gonna if. If the game is close, especially close later on, somehow mm-hmm. they may try to get the it's win, so you'll happen. end up seeing uh, you'll end up seeing them play together. Um, I'm just trying to look something up, but yeah, like, yeah I, I like the Skinner too. He's averaging five shots a game this season. He's got 49 shots in 10 games, so a little under you know, 10 out of five a game. And and people are gonna look at are gonna look at oh, Eichel, Olafson, and and Reinhardt, and uh, and go there. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, I like Olafson. Olsen's rates are tanking for those that yeah. don't realize this. It, the the unsustainability factor has reached your pitch with with Olsen. And it was look, it was going to going to happen at some point. And you you sit there and you look and okay, it's time to time to make a few little little changes. Um, and that that's it's acceptable at this point. I can sit there and I can go back to Buffalo's second line, uh, save a little bit of money. And not worry about it so much because, look, I'm I'm not going to risk playing Olsen on on a, on a ten game slate when I have so many other options. Makes too much sense. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're going to move on to the All next right. one. And I'm back, so I apologize for stepping away. Um, it is Carolina at Columbus with a six or over under projected goal total. And it's almost at a dead even right now where Carolina's up here um, at 118. Uh, That's because Carolina's been bad recently. They've started out hot, and then they've uh, lost three or four. Only eight goals in those in those games, those four games, and they've allowed 12. So, And Columbus comes in actually with three wins in their last five, and only two losses are overtime losses. So they've gotten points in five straight games. So mm-hmm. it's actually weird. I kind of hope Corpusalo plays. I want to see – I want to use Corpusalo t- tonight. Uh, in GPPs maybe because I mm-hmm. he's played well and they, he's given up um, he's won three or four and he's given up um, he's been ten goals in the four games. It, tw- ten, go- ten goals allowed in the last four games. I'm sorry, twelve. Yeah, yeah, ten goals in the last four. So under three a game. I, I like Corpusalo tonight. I, I don't actually really want to use the Carolina goaltenders because Carolina's been bad. And you know, people don't want to hear that they started out hot, but you don't realize that they haven't been that good recently. Yeah, after their hot start. Yeah. yeah, go figure. Carolina would you'd find them slightly unsustainable at that rate. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It, it's it's fun to watch because over the you know over the last five games, it's like Corpusalo is three one and one. Posting relatively consistent numbers and doing just an, basically he is he is playing like an average NHL goaltender, which is beneficial for Columbus. I mean, it, 
It, it's it, look. It's somehow working. Is is he going to is he going to go four two and one in every seven game segment throughout the season? Absolutely no. Um, but is he kind of playing like he did when he was a rookie in the league? Yes. That that's the goofy part in this. It's almost like he started playing like he 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 gave a shit. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's 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 yeah. weird to watch, but. I mean, look, and this year's tough because of what what he's facing. Let's face it, it's it, it's it's rough. Um, oh, and don't don't look at his penalty kill save percentage. Just don't 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 look at it. It's really <laughs> just 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 cover your eyes. It's okay. Um, that's the only that's the only real concern I have with this game is the fact that Columbus's penalty kill is god awful. Um, are they the worst in the league? No. Are they disastrously bad? Yes, um, and that's a that's a that's a that's the only problem I have with this game is could Carolina exploit that um, enough? I mean, look, they're they're ranked twenty. Columbus is ranked twenty first penalty kill at seventy six percent, but that number comes down to seventy percent when Corpusalo is in that, and it's not his fault necessarily. <laughs> it's just the fact that. I don't know. They go into brain lock or something, and you know, yeah. there, there's a well, lot of ugly numbers with that, in this with that game. That penalty kill, real quick. I'm sorry, cut you off. Mm-hmm. Uh, only one power play goal allowed in the last uh, six yeah. games. Yeah, So they're it's actually getting better, but it's, it was early on. Better. They gave five power play goals in the first three games, and yep. one since then. So, Corpusal allowed four in those two games. So he played because he didn't play against Penguins, but he played against Maple yep. Leafs and the Sabres, and he allowed four goals, four power play goals in two games. So that's not going to help. <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah the concern is the chances they're still ridiculously high yeah. that yes. they're giving up, they, and you figure it's, a lot of oh, okay, it, it's cyclical. They take they take. Um, now here's the here's the thing. The numbers have come down even penalty wise with them over the last uh, three five, five games. Uh, first two games they were middle of the pack. Last five games, tied for first in fewest pen- minus taken. Um, that's not going to last. Not with, not with Boone Jenner on that team. You know, they'll they'll <laughs> they'll they'll, le- they'll level out a little bit and be probably a top top ten team as far as fewest penalty minutes again, like they have been for the past three or four years. So, um, is it is it all bad? No. Do you really want to stack anybody from this game? No. Uh, no. No. A few one-offs here and there that, you know, enter at your own risk. Um, but... I don't I don't mind doing, like, a two-man, say, Columbus, maybe picking with, like, a, a you know, PR Luke Dubois or, or a Nyquist on the mm-hmm. first power play unit with Wolowski and Jones I, or, or Anderson or Atkinson with Murray on the second power play unit, possibly. But I wouldn't go more than two. Yeah, don't. Team. Yeah, don't go, don't don't go crazy, uh, don't don't go nuts. No. Um, you know, Carolina obviously. But just to hope, you're talking about the power play real quick. Let me finish that off. Mm-hmm. Um, Carolina, again, they were hot their first four games. They scored five power play goals in the first four. They scored one mm-hmm. since then on, um, on sixteen opportunity. They have one for the last sixteen on the on the power play. Carolina, so their power play is not very good either right now. Yeah, they've gone they've gone cold as well, which means under city kids. 
under sitting. Yes. Just, and just because we talked about Corpusala, most likely Merzlikin plays tomorrow, tonight. So, <laughs> and ruins everything. <laughs> oh, I just, yeah, it's like, do I want to board the Corpusala death train tomorrow? Um, uh, well, I'm, there's I'm, somebody I'm else in the it. next game that I might want to play, and I hate myself for it So as a goalie. So. Oh, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. I, 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 I can feel it coming. So, I think, oh, I think here we go, talked, kids. I, I, well, oh, real quick. Josh Anderson, I just want to say, John, uh, he's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played his game, game last. Uh, he didn't do much. He, no points in the game or anything. But he's 3,800. He first came back from injury. So, you know, he's somebody to consider. Uh, he's playing the second power play. I mentioned him with um, Murray or Atkinson. So Atkinson's the only one highest price. And... Carolina, nobody's over 6K. So you got everybody 5,900 and down. So they're another team that you can get in a player or two, save some salary, and uh, and get those bigger players in the other games you want to play. So anything else from, from these two teams, or do you think you covered it? That is about it. Yeah, there's uh, not much to, to play with. So. <laughs> all right, and so moving along, we have Los Angeles at St. Louis, where St. Louis, or well, projected goal total was six um, goals. And St. Louis is a favorite at 212. Um, so, Matt, since you like this one, how about you start this one off? Well, I didn't. Well, okay. I did say uh, I like, well, I think. You, yeah, someone. <laughs> I yeah. hate myself for liking the goaltending from LA. Whether it's Quick or Campbell, I don't know who's going to start. Um, either way, St. Louis hasn't been great offensively. And um, what I wrote down here, yeah, they've allowed. On. Only three goals, and they're back. They've, they've, they won back-to-back games. They've outscored teams seven to three in the two games. The goaltending hasn't been that bad from LA, and they're sixty-nine hundred. So, now I'm not saying in cash games I'm going to play either one of them, whosoever starts. But in GPPs, in tournaments, you know, no one's going to play LA. I'm going to look at LA and go, oh, "This team sucks. I'm not playing these guys." It's the sixty-nine hundred. But St. Louis hasn't hasn't been great offensively either. Uh, of late, so yeah, I, I hate that. I really like the Kings goaltending situation tonight. Any, uh, oh, Chris, do you like uh, any other goaltenders here, or should we just move on to the center wings and defenders? Yeah, it's it's basically LA GP, GPP wise or bust. Yeah, because LA's been scoring goals. I'm not putting Bennington in, or, or especially uh, Jake Allen. So. So, LA so just no, can't quite oh. generate enough chances and shots to no. make a Bennington play worthwhile here. Plus, Bennington might go nuts on somebody. So <laughs> you, you never quite know. Because in, in, in the last two games, St. Louis has allowed a combined 43 shots. So yeah. it's That's a, less, a little over 20 shots a game they're allowing in the last couple games. So it's like I don't, I don't want to play a team that's going to make 20 saves and give three goals. It's not worth it. So, St. Louis will shoot the puck though, because they have, um, they're over. What am I at? Here, I'm trying to do the math real quick. Around 80 shots allowed, uh, sc- taken in their last three games. So they've been shooting the puck a lot. So yeah, and and the, what was the uh, wow. LA kill too? LA's LA's power play. I like. When we mm-hmm. get, we're gonna get into that now, but yeah, the LA power play is surprisingly. Um, Playing well of late. Um, I'm just trying to pull the numbers back. I'm going to add them up. So. They, are, they are dynamic. Yeah. 
It's scary. They move the puck. They move the puck. They move the puck well. It's like really evil. Yeah, they have a power play goal in each of the last two games, and Mm -hmm. they've taken um, seventy-seven shots in the last two games in the wins. So, I mean, I like I like I like LA tonight, and I don't like that I like it. (laughs) Don't don't worry. No, we all feel the same way. Yeah. And the fact that everybody's, again, Kopitar's 6K, Dowdy's 5,900, and then it drops off to 48. It's another team that you can fit value in and get some of the big players from, from the games that we're going to talk about in a little bit that you want to play. All right, so is that that, the, that one done? Any other players, mm-hmm. value plays or anything? Or is that just, that's just about it? Other than maybe LA's little de- defenseman named Sean, who's about thirty, about 4,000 on DraftKings. Um, there is no other, there's no other real value plays. Um, no, not really yeah. in this game. All right, then. So we'll move on to um, Minnesota at Nashville. That is not on my screen, which is amazing. Oh, there it is. Um, six um, over under projected goal total with Nashville at as the 183 favorites, um, goalie-wise here, who are you guys looking at, if any? I mean, I guess mm. Rene, if he starts, because I'm not playing Soros, he's been absolute trash, allowing almost seven goals a game in his three starts. Yeah, look, you know, obviously, <laughs> I'm, um, I'm, I'm still saddened that my Forsberg is not, is not here. Um, well, he did say he plans to play Thursday, so let's see what happens. Yeah, I know. It's like it's like the idea. It's like, but it's not. It wasn't Tuesday. Um, all right. For those that for those that don't know, there there is the legendary Almighty Forsberg Tuesday. Um, sometimes it spans into Thursday. Sometimes it it, it, it oozes its way into Saturday. Uh, but Philip Forsberg tends to show up on the big slates. We don't know why. It just happens. Um, there is a definite possibility that he could play indeed on Thursday night. Uh, I know Peter Laviolette mentioned it today in his, his uh, press conference uh, that he has been not cleared officially, but in so many words, the possibility is there. And let's face it, Matthew Shane is the happiest guy in Nashville if this if this occurs because <laughs> look, the, fir- the first few games, this line is so electric that you, know, you just put the two on the ice and it's just like a uh, homer drill. Um now and Kyle Terrace is no uh, Philip Forsberg, so and and yet <laughs> somehow Kyle Terrace has a couple, you know, a couple goals lately, and you kind of just go, Ugh, but you're Kyle Terrace. How does that happen? <laughs> yeah, it's like you you've been really bad. Um, now, a couple interesting wrinkles with this game. The the how how long, Matt, do you ride the Brad Hunt wave? That is uh, the big uh, question. Well. I'll say I stopped riding it a couple games ago, but it's kind of like, yeah, I want to go back to him. <laughs> at no, 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 no. Uh, I don't want to. It's he like, has goals in back-to-back games. <laughs> He's gotten 23 I, I, points in DraftKings last two games. Yeah. I, I, I it's said screen, people, it's plainly, like, but I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> do you, it, it's it's a, basically at what point do you want to sit there and, and, and risk it? Because most people are trying to say, well, maybe Minnesota is over its slow start. The reality is, kind of look at who they played to win a couple games late of late. 
and you can see mm, not yet um, yeah they like they just showed out Edmonton the other night and you think okay Edmonton's one of the best offenses in the league yeah. maybe I go back maybe I play Alex Daylock tonight against Nashville who's they, also they one of the best offenses they, in the they league absolutely, they absolutely have to because um, Dubnik has what is believed to be an AC joint injury in his shoulder so mm-hmm. um He's officially listed as day to day. I they would did call say up Kakinen, so yeah, yeah. I would I would say people do err on the side of caution and say that he's out till at least the weekend, and then go and then over the weekend go from there until they have a little bit more as far as results. Because if if it's a true bruised AC joint, he's out for a week to, week to two weeks. Uh, yeah, and you can move on from there, but they're not. They're going to wait just simply because some of the swelling has not gone down yet. Uh, I'm not supposed to say that out loud, but it somehow slipped out. Yeah. And back to the Kyle Terrace just real quick. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to lull people into playing him with his 12-point DK average in the last uh, four <sighs> games, two goals and yeah. three assists, and 4,300 price tag. I, I don't want to say play him, but I don't want to tell people to not play him, and he goes off for another goal and assist, and it's like, hey, you said don't play this guy, but he's been playing well. <laughs> so it's kind of like in a tough spot <laughs> there. No, it's rough. So you shouldn't it, want to rough. play him, but as some Forsberg back, it makes it easy for everybody. Yeah, for, Forsberg makes this very academic. Now, the, the thing, too, is um, if you look at the last three or four meetings with Minnesota, particularly the last couple, um, Nashville does not give up a lot of shots against them, and that's that's um, a little that's a little bit troubling, particularly la- the matchup earlier the season, where literally, wow, I mean, Rene, all he had to do was stop twenty two shots. That was it. Yeah, even Rene this season overall has only allowed they only allow thirty one shots against per game when he's in net. So yep. you're not you're not getting the save bonus, and if they give a goal or two, you're only getting twenty twenty nine saves. So yeah. If you want to pay for Rene, which I, I don't really want to do, you can play him. He's probably going to get you the win bonus, but he's not going to get you the 35-plus save bonus. And, he's not and gonna you're going to need that saves. tomorrow night. Yeah, because there's going to be a few goals you get that easily. Mm-hmm. Not going to get Tristan Jarry saves tonight, 46. No, 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 Hey, you know what? <laughs> who, who needs to win when you have that many saves? Yeah. 25 and a half points with, with a loss and giving up three goals. Yeah, that's like that's like the that's like the um the Saturday afternoon game when Lundqvist had like 40 something saves and it's like, "Oh, you lost, but oh, okay." You yeah, but I'll take it. Provided me with <laughs> you provided me with 24 and a half points. Okay. Exactly. You you you, you do that. Um now here, here's something too. Now, Nashville this year, how nuts is this? They lead the Western Conference in goal scored. Yeah. So you have to, look, if Forsberg comes back, you have to play Forsberg and Duchesne in some way or form and or sneak in a Ryan Ellis who is still mid priced somehow. Yeah, yeah, they don't price him up. Yeah. They they just they just have refused to bump him up to probably where he should be. He should probably be around 6 6k on DraftKings. He, he's at 5800 tonight. He's getting so closer. He's, he's getting yeah, closer. He's, in his last but, four I mean, games, he went from 46 to 48 to 5 to 52. So he's gone up yeah, $200 just, every game and now he got yeah. $600 jump tonight. <laughs> it must have been 
Ah, uh, you know, it probably happens because I would, uh, might have been on the sweat earlier and might have mentioned him. Uh, <laughs> some, some, somebody, somebody got wise to this scheme. Um, cause this I, was I, your I, fault. I think you can blame yourself for it then. <laughs> I probably could because I, I said it on one of my columns. It's like, okay, uh, step one, play this guy. Uh, step two, play L. Um, step two, question mark. Step three, Ellis. Step four, profit. Um, oh, so you're doing the. Uh... The South Park gnomes I, theory. Yeah, did the, yeah, this is absolute <laughs> gnome, gnome theory. So, you know, basically you play Nashville guys um, as much as you can in this game. Don't worry about the goaltending. Yeah. If you're going to go anywhere as far as goaltending, you consider stay locked just because you, you gamble on the bubble isn't going to quite burst yet or you're hoping for the save bonus. Other than that, you're really not touching it or coming close because look minnesota's one two in a row but let's be honest they play keith kincaid who is a walking pile of crap in that and rolls around i have to say though i, I do have a, uh, a soft spot for kincaid went to the same high school as me so <laughs> i'm still gonna punch that guy in the day. um just just for just for his way way he handled things in new jersey just no yeah. just there's there's a way to, there's a way to go about it, and that just wasn't going to happen. <laughs> uh, all right. This game, it, yeah, we don't on this one. It is all time right. to roll on. All right, so yeah. moving on to uh, Philadelphia at Chicago um, with a 6.5 over under projected goal total, where Chicago is the favorites also by a slight margin at 117. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys like here in this game? Brian Elliott can't be that good again, right? Like, he has to be bad tonight. Because he was good last game, he can't play. He can't have two good games in a row. Oh boy, I see where <laughs> I see where the, I see where this is going, and I am counting your Elliot with Robin Lehner. Um, <laughs> I'm about to say that next. Do, can they give us Crawford so it's an easy to not play any goalies and just stack the game? <laughs> I, I, if they play Lehner, it's like, do I want to play Philly? Because Lehner's been good. He's given up six goals in three games. He's got two goals against average. He's got a save percentage over 940. Um, this this is this is quite the unexpected dilemma, to say to say the least. Um, you know, it's like, hmm, where do I go? Hmm, do I play it? Do I not? Do I consider it? And the answer is, of course, you see Laner, you run, you run far away, you play the under, and you and you cash. Okay, you, you know, again. See laner, play, cash. Very simple. I'm not paying seventy nine hundred for laner either on the slate. Oh no, not on this. Not not on this. Not I on mean, this slate. Now the goalies that are available. You you wouldn't you wouldn't even dream of it just because there's so many options below that will. Yeah. I mean, look the problem. The problem in this game is also you really can't play Elliot either. Um, no. And yes, he's he is confirmed already. Yeah. Has Back anybody looked at the the weird stat of stats here? And this may be the weirdest stat of the night that we have. Somehow, the Philadelphia Flyers, way they way they stack their first line, which is particularly good at suppressing shots, but this is on another level. The Flyers have allowed just over twenty seven shots per sixty at even strength. Which is nothing. 
I mean, that's, that's overall it's twenty-seven point, and overall it's twenty-seven point three, which leads the league by a de- relatively nice cushion. It's frightening. This team does two things really well: they suppress shots and win faceoffs. Yeah, it, 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 it kind of makes you want to. Oh, oh, and they. Well. Oh, to to be fair, Matt, they they generate shots, and and their power That's play true. came back. And yet, somehow, in all this, Philadelphia is a 500 team. Yeah. Because, because well, because Carter Hart hit the sophomore jinx. Yeah. And hit it hard. Early. Early, yeah. too. So, here's the projection right as of this moment. And this offers hope. Right as of this moment, it could change. Corey Crawford is the projected starter for Chicago. Yeah, because he hasn't played in a few days, so they got to get him in there. They're going to try and sneak him in there, which means, oh, that Philly line of Couturier, Konechny, and Limbaum. Yeah, that's what one. I was going to say. That, that's, your, that's your way to go. If you touch Claude Giroux, um, I will personally come to your house and slap your hands <laughs> off the keyboard. Don't the do one it. thing I hate, though, Couturier is not playing on the power play. Which limits his usage. A little bit. But I, I, I don't mind if I don't play him and throw Limblom with Konechny and yep. Provorov, say, or Niskanen even, because Niskanen's been playing pretty well. And, and you can do that to save a little bit of money. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah Provorov's 52, but Niskanen's 41. So it's Oh, it's I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to definitely drop down the Niskanen. Um, yeah. Just, just to see. Because that, I mean, you're saving eleven hundred dollars, and you can just. I mean, and when you look at their, spend their fantasy points per game, it's a one point difference between the two of them. I'd rather I'll take the one point loss and save eleven hundred dollars and pay up somewhere where yep. I want to pay up. It, it doesn't yeah, make sense that, to play. That's over just over not there. enough. That's not enough of a margin to you know sit there and go, okay, I'm going to spend up. No way, it's not even. No, if he was close. getting John Carlson points per game, then it's a different story. But right. nobody is. Basically, in the old way, if 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 you look at this, um, if I remember this right, about two hundred and fifty dollars a point, and you, now you can go less just because of the bonuses. So, yeah. you know, if, if you're if you're ticking up, and you look at and go eleven hundred one point, no way, yeah. um, it's just not it's not worth it at all. So, kids, do not do it. And, and as far as Chicago goes, it, uh, Kirby Doc is still 3,400. He's playing with Kane and Strom mm-hmm. still. He got a goal his last game. I told you guys to play him last time. I stupidly didn't play him, and I didn't win money. So just saying. <laughs> Simply, if, if, if you're a Kirby Doc owner, this is what you do. You hope that he sits in front of the net and it hits off him. That's it. That's why you play him. Just keep it simple. And and he's he's cheap, so that's what you get. And he's playing cheap. with two guys. He's playing with Patrick Kane, so that's you know, Patrick Kane's gonna throw the puck to the net, like you like you said, Chris. We stand in the front of the net. Kane throws the puck in the net. Hey, something happens. Exactly. So, but yeah, I, I like the Chicago first power play unit too with Taze, Strom, Kane, Gustafson to bring it. They got and, it. They got to get it going at some point yeah. fully. I mean, the, the chances are there, and they just cannot bury bury enough. Yeah. And, and with Elliot and that, hopefully it's it's Brian Elliott regression. Yeah, so. God, when yeah, it's like when is this going to happen? I mean, look, 
I understand. I understand the frustration with, with um, Chicago fans and their power play, but this is something that's been going on since the Cup years. They're either very good or very bad, and this year to start, they're very bad again, much like last year. I mean, the first the first six to eight weeks, Matt, they were around fifteen percent, and then something hit, and I don't know, maybe it was that Magic Devils game that I saw in December, where like all the goals just kept happening. Um, but it, it seemed to set them off, and yeah, that was that actually was when Corey Crawford got hurt, unfortunately. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, but the you, you have the feeling that 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 dam is going to burst at some point, and you hope that indeed it is Brian Elliott regression night. At yeah. Night, so. All right, Sean. What do we got next? And then the next one up is. Anaheim at Dallas with a 5.5 over under projected goal total where Dallas is the 140 favorite. Uh, goalies here with uh, um, John Gibson being probable. Well, John Gibson, I mean, okay, he at least says probable. I, I don't have him as any kind of injury designation. So I'm going to go with he's going to play. Hoping he starts um, over Ryan Miller. Uh, 7,200. John Gibson is. My favorite to win the Vesna because he's probably the best goalie in the league. Nobody talks about him because he plays in Anaheim, and their offense, until recently, has been pathetic. So he hasn't been getting the support he needs to win more games. Um, but I really like Gibson, 7,200. Miller at 7K. I mean, if he's in Dallas's offense, I mean, they, they're improving Dallas. They're getting a little bit better, but I don't really want to um, play it. I'd rather play a goalie against Dallas than play Dallas. And then I'm not paying... Price for Bishop at 8,200. I just, Anaheim actually has been scoring. Adam Henrique, Ricard Raquel, those guys, uh, Silverberg, uh, Kasha, they've, they've been putting the puck in the net. So I, I, I don't want to play Bishop at this price. Yeah, yeah there's, I mean, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a little bit of a concern with Anaheim, the way they played over the last couple games. Obviously, getting clubbed like a baby, they always get clubbed like a baby seal in Nashville. So that's that's not something that's news really, but it is kind of the way that they um, they got hit um, yeah and hard. Now he, he, here's the I, I you you wanted the really I hate myself for playing thinking of playing this uh, from the files of the L.A. Kings. No, this is really the I hate myself just because he was once a former member of the Ducks. Um, it is Corey Perry revenge night. <laughs> That's right. That is right. <laughs> now, I love narratives, be, so I love you. Thank you for this. That. Is, this is this is this is something that we had had to unfortunately say. And oh God, I mean, look, look, I for for those that don't know, and this is a this is a quick little side sidebar of, of sidebars. I love eating ridiculous amounts of food, especially when it's really good. So, having having doing my civic duty this week. And I'm on my. I'll be on my third day of jury duty tomorrow, which is not supposed to happen, by the way. You're only supposed to have two days or an actual <laughs> trial. Um, but for a select thirteen of us, yes, thirteen. Oh, my group number is also thirteen by coincidence, um, and I might like the number thirteen. Now, there was a big, giant, huge what they call what they call here a a, a chicken roll. Um, a lot of pizza places do this with sauce and a little bit of spice and such. And they had a buffalo chicken roll. 
figured good de good deal. You know, it's got some it's got some decent kick. It kind of reminded me of Corey Perry, in a sense. <laughs> now, it, it, it it's it's the type it's the type of sandwich that kicks you in the stomach and keeps kicking you over and over. It's good, don't get me wrong, but you're you're going to feel it for hour hours later. Um, and especially when somebody sits there and says the buffalo buffalo spice seasoning is not enough, and they start throwing in habanero and scorpion pepper and to the mix. Just say oof, and that's kind of what you're going to get with Corey Perry tomorrow night. Look, he has, and, and this is something too. He has three points in his four games since he came back from his little broken foot. So it is at. It is at least worth a shot. Now, look, I I understand that this these three points all came in one game, but the, he is playing the Ducks. He is going to want to stick it to them in every way imaginable. Yeah, he will. Do you want to stack anybody in this game? No, you really don't. Are there lots so of I nice little? I do like his line mates. He's playing with Hints and Ben, so it's interesting. I do, like... I, I do, but do but do I trust Jim Montgomery to keep that line for more than a period? No. No. I just I I, I worry too much, and and this is why too. Um, you know, Joe Pavelski starting to set in. He had two. He's had two tipping goals in his last four games. So. That that worries me a little bit because it takes the potential, you know, sort of point structure away. You don't really know what's going to happen in this game. Although, I I cringe by saying this, Matt. I actually picked Dallas to win this game um, er, earlier tonight. So, <sighs> I mean, it's not. It's rough. To happen. It's they, rough. I just don't. I don't home. like. I don't like the. I don't like the over under. Um, being, you know, it's going to be very, very negatively tilted. Um, where you have to take the under, it, it's you're not going to have to worry about the overhitting, which means where do your goals come from and where do your where do your DK points come from, basically. Yeah. And that's where you almost have to sit there and go, mm, do I? ten game slate, other places to look at. Hey, there's that late game that looks really good and appetizing. Mm-hmm. I, I. As Lane Staley once said, said I, I, I stay away. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I mean, like you said, Perry at 4K. There's so That's much value it. elsewhere that you don't okay. need to play Perry. But if you like narratives, which we know a few people who do, me and Sean, um, mm-hmm. you know, throwing Perry in a one, a one lineup at 4K, hoping yep. he has a hat trick against the Ducks is not a bad idea. But I, I, as far as anything else goes, I don't think I'm playing anyone in Anaheim. I don't know. I mean, I, I like Raquel. He's been really hot. Um, Silverberg um, has been playing well. Henrique is playing like mm-hmm. he's a devil again. Um, he got five goals in ten games, which is crazy for Henrique. Remember the flip, the flip with Henrique is usually when he's playing well offensively. His line is playing really awful defensively. <laughs> Nobody else is, yeah. Oh, oh defensively yeah. too, yeah. So, but the guys who were hot have cooled off the last couple of games, but they've also mm-hmm. lost those two games. So, um, it's probably a stay away game, honestly. I mean, it is. They're, they're they're both. 
They are both very much middle of the pack teams, and then when it comes to offense, they are both below that. And yeah, that's 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 where you kind of go. Hmm. Well, there's other places up front. Yeah, in a, in a four or five game slate, you go to it because there's not a lot of options. But with ten games and with so many with the offense that's up the next the last two games we have. Mm-hmm. Um, now you want to hear something? To. You want to hear one goofy wrinkle in this though? What would that be? Don't shoot the messenger on this one. <laughs> there are two. There are two wrinkles in this. Actually, three, and they all con and they all bloody contradict each other. So, the last four games between these two teams have all hit the over. That's interesting. Now, the crazier one. The home team in this series has won the last 12. <laughs> so that's two. That's... Here's here here's the third here's the third one and this is the real wicked pisser in all of this. The Dallas Stars after a home loss have hit the under in eight straight home games. Welcome to Contradiction Central. How may that's I help hysterical. you? Yeah. <laughs> so so kids you you just had a beautiful and wonderful construct ruined by a contradiction. Stay away, again. Yeah. Run away. All right. All right. We're so, going to go into the nine o'clock games now. Yep. And I hope they have more narratives. That way, Matt can tilt a little bit while I enjoy it. Um, this is Florida at Calgary with a 6.5 over under projected cold total with Calgary being the favorites at 148. Um, what do you guys like from this one? Hmm. I don't like Aaron Eckblad, obviously. Somebody, some, somebody, somebody off them again. Um, unfortunately. So he's out. Um, somehow, Somehow Florida dodged dodged a major injury bug in this, and then only only to have um, you know Vincent Trocheck and actually Ekblad right now they're listing him as having the flu. Now will he will he play? I don't know as as of this moment. Um, somebody said no, and then they went back and they corrected themselves this evening. And said, "Okay, we're not sure. Um, I don't trust players that have the flu as po- as policy because they don't bloody wash their hands. Um, but it, it's it's just it's just too scary to even even bother at this point um, with Florida's um, defense. So run far away from that. And now." Here's the other thing, Tro, you know, Trochak being hurt obviously hurts just because the Florida is going to have to heavily rely on the the top line and the third line, which becomes the second and a half line, if, if you will. So you got problems the there. Brian Boyle. Uh, yep, that's right. Brian Boyle line to goal. Just, just freaking accept to it tomorrow. Have... He He's going to, have to do something and a half tomorrow. DK points in the first game against the Penguins of the night because he blocked three shots and took three shots on goal and got the bonuses. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, I, I, I would, I would not be immensely shocked if something goofy like that happens again with him tomorrow night. Um, and for three point two k, well, yeah. Why not? Just you yeah. know, <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're gonna just throw the for the fish out there, you might as well just yeah. Here, here you go. Toss, toss it right out. Now, this is this is the game of awful awful potential that could pan out or it could just completely hit you upside the head and kill you um and there's no in between there's no comfort or solace in this game because florida is either really good or really bad or both at the same time (laughs) it's amazing how that happens yeah i mean they are 3-0-3 in their last six and to be honest they deserve to lose at least five of those six games, which is scary. Uh, probably, the, probably the only game that they deserved to win was ironically the last one against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Maybe you can argue the, the Nash a little bit, but no. No, not really, because they were so brutally outchanced in the third period that you just couldn't say yes to that one. Uh, but against Pittsburgh, of course, you know, much better. Um, so here's what they're saying right now as, as of this moment. Ekblad upgraded to probable in the last hour. So that that's something that just came in. Um, but again, will he be 100%? No, don't play. No. Uh, Trocek is iffy at best. And Mike Matheson is also questionable. He he left late in the third period against Pittsburgh. So uh, that's that's a significant part of the Florida defense that you really have to be worried about, which means maybe Calgary will do something and not have god-awful defensive lapses like they've had all year. Yeesh. Um, this, this, is, man, this, this game has so many ways to go. Um, I'm looking at this now and it's like my concern is Calgary's defense and I never thought I would say this at home but it's true it's it's like last year has repeated itself and gotten worse for for the Flames at at home defensively Um, I mean this was the team last year that averaged Almost four goals a game at home, but they allowed 3.25 goals a game at home as well. Um, game games are fun, and now they're basically allowing around the same amount of goals and arguably more, and they're scoring a little bit less, which makes a huge difference when you're trying to gauge this. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sitting there and literally going, yeah, Florida. I'm I'm I'm. I'm, I'm Feeling, I'm feeling mini stacks somewhere in here, at least. Maybe not line one, but maybe something from two just for the value. And hope. Yeah, oh, Brian Boyle, Brett Connolly stack is a. It, it's <laughs> a goofy enough stack that at least sticks somewhere in one out say. of maybe. <laughs> no, I, 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 I wouldn't. Um, and then, and the numbers from this are mostly are are mixed, but enough to where you say hmm, the over has a chance in this. Um, yeah, I don't do, um, 
then you have to also look at Goudreau being sick as well. Yeah, somebody had said uh, head cold, so. It's just call for not feeling well. He has the flu on Wednesday, so if he can't play, then that changes up everything. We'll probably get some Matthew Kachuk on that top line, I would think. Which, honestly, don't mind. No, not at all. Particularly for the, for this game, not a bad idea. Just do it. Thank us later. Maybe they buy the hot hand of Toby Ryder and put him up there. You <laughs> you almost sit there and do the side job, Bob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I don't know about anything else. So I mean, yeah, obviously Calgary won. If if Goudreau's healthy, even if Goudreau's not healthy, if if it's Kachuk with them, it's, it's still he still plays in the power play with Monahan and and Lindholm. So they have chemistry. They'll probably do that. Um, Calgary one, Calgary power play one, is probably the only thing I'd play on Calgary's side because I don't want to play anything else below that because it's not very good. No, not, not unlike last year where you at least had the bottom six where you had some hope for goals. You really don't this year. No, it's not there. I mean, you 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 look you look at the numbers. Calgary this time this time last year through um, a, a ten, you know even, never mind the eleventh game but through ten games last year Calgary at home was averaging four point two goals per game at home they were giving up three point two this year two two point five and giving up just over three yeah. But by, by the way, yeah. Florida for those scoring at home is giving up a combined seven. So three point three four, three point seven against. Yeah, d- yeah, don't confuse Florida for being good defensively. No, ever. That's the only. That's the only hope you have if you want to tilt tilt around and play Calgary. Um, even with sick sick bodies, they should be able to score three goals. Yeah. And now, Sean, we have the last game of the night, which should be a fun one. The best for less, you say? Maybe? It's a a bookend kind of game, because the first game was a good game to stack, and the last game is a good game to stack. So there we go. So it's Washington at Edmonton with a um, 6.6 projected goal total, Um, and Washington is the 120 favorites. Um, Who do you guys like here? That that seems low, the 6 projected goal total. It does, right? Can you I think double check that then? Can... I want to make sure I'm not actually. Oh no, doing this I'm wrong. sure you're right. I'm sure okay. you're right, but I feel like. Oh one no, of those you're teams right because s- I'm looking at it. But one of those teams is gonna score six goals tonight. I feel like, <laughs> or maybe they're gonna troll us all and have a two-one game, and nobody's gonna win because you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna get guys like uh, Lars Eller or um, somebody else who you who you don't play because they're not very good at scoring goals. Gonna score goals. No, no. Nobody good is going to score the goals tonight. It's going to be, um, you know, you, you're going to end up no no Ovechkin, no Backstrom, but no you, Carl ha- Carl Hagel will get two goals in, in this game and they'll win two to one. You know? <laughs> or Garnet Hathaway is going to score again. Oh, not that again. No, don't do that. That, that, <laughs> happened, that happened about two or three too many times last season. It happened this season already too many times. Shh, but yeah, shh, with the goaltending. 
I'm not I'm not playing the goaltenders in this game. No matter who starts. All right. Yeah, um, moving on into the centers, wings, and defenders. Uh, who you guys looking to play it's, or stack? It's, it's yeah. I mean, for me personally, uh, it's it's the power play units um, on both teams. That's yeah. you know you're gonna look at to, to just around your your exposure. Um, obviously, McDavid and Drysdale. Everybody knows about them. James Neal's having a resurrection because he's not in Calgary anymore. Um, you know, I, I like Ryan Nugent Hopkins uh, with this game um, because he doesn't play in the top line. People don't uh, don't see him, and they forget about him. But he's he's fifty two hundred. He's not as expensive, and he gives you exposure on the power play unit to McDavid and Drysdale if you can't get up there. But you should be able to because there is plenty of value. Yeah. Um, but in case you you find a way where you're, where you're not able to, but and then of course on the on the capital side, it's Ovechkin and <laughs> it's it's Oshi. Um, Carlson. I, I and Carlson. I'm actually a uh, Carlson. <laughs> Carlson. Obviously, so keep playing I'm Carlson. Um, I'm actually angry they took Tom Wilson off the first line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because no one likes to play him, but the guy's averaging nearly ten fancy points a game. He has six points in ten games. He's got goals in back-to-back games now. It's mm-hmm. like put him back with Ovechkin because no one wants to play him, and he's cheap. And I can put him with Ovechkin and save money and get exposure to that. And now I can't anymore, and it makes me sad. So, that being said, I don't like Tom Wilson as a person or a hockey player, from what I know of him. But, but in fantasy, he gets me points, so I like it. He has value, even if you just. Don't want to admit it. Yeah. And he has just ridiculously intrinsic value in games like this against, say, an Edmonton team that really, um, you you could see him getting under somebody's skin from Edmonton, and much like what I saw the other night against Calgary. Yeah. Where literally he drove he drove Calgary nuts, and really the only guy that went back at him was Kachuk, which. That surprise anybody? No, of course no, not. not at all. Um, but you know, Edmonton. What Darnell Nurse is going to enact his uncle? You know, uh, and that's not going to happen. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you, you 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 have that wish that at some point Wilson is reunited on the top line. And yeah, it's for the best for everybody. Um, as a, as obviously, a odd the, stat two for for Wilson in six road games, he has five five points so four goals and an assist he mm-hmm. has one point one assist on the at home so this is a road game so tom wilson should score a goal <laughs> absolutely it's tom wilson he'll Holy. probably pick up a major also on the game but he'll score a goal because <laughs> he'll head on to mcdavid <laughs> or something oh come on he wouldn't <laughs> you may be right okay yeah you may be right on that. that's because they're fair. losing three to one late in the third gotta get him oh, out of there geez. you know what yeah, wouldn't shock me at all. It really wouldn't. A um, couple of the couple of the goofier and quirkier parts of this. Um, so, obviously, the two meetings last year, one was one hit the under, one pushed. Uh, both teams won on at their on their home ice. Hence, we say the following. It isn't really all that significant. Although Edmonton, oddly enough, likes playing the Metro Division at home. They've won mm. eight in the last nine at home there. 
McDavid, by the way, in those nine games, has a grand total of 17 points and six goals. So he, he likes the Metro. Like the two-goal, one-assist game he had against Philadelphia a couple weeks ago. Yes. He very he very much likes the, the El Metro. And the good news for those hoping for goals, the Capitals on the road in seven of their last eight road games have hit the over. So... You, you have you have that as well. Some, as Matt said, somebody is going to score, if not six goals, somebody is going to score five. Most likely. Oh, and I was wrong. I said I read Dreisaitl's stat line for that game against Philadelphia. McDavid had a goal and four assists in the game against goal Philadelphia. Goal and four. Yeah, yeah. That was the five pointer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a thirty-three hey. point fantasy night for him. You know what? <laughs> and it's... and he hasn't gotten a point since that game, so I don't know. Oh boy. But what does oh, he need? A metro, a metro team coming in. So. Uh, rewriting column now. Um, <laughs> please hold. Hold on. Wait, where's that delete button? Okay. <laughs> Edit and go. This is the only game of the night also where you have the top five guys all around 7K or higher. Oh, oh, oh she's the fifth highest priced player. He's 6,800. Yep. And then Carlson, Dry, Saddle, Wedge, McDavid are all 7,200 and more. So this is where oh, you're gosh. finding those value guys in LA or a Kirby doc in Chicago or, you know, where we also mentioned value back in uh, Columbus or LA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are we want to use those guys to get this game in. Yeah, if you're going to if you're going to bookend you're going to need a ton of value. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to do, but if you want to try and make it work that's where you play Jonathan Quick at seven less than seven k, <laughs> and save yourself a couple hundred bucks on a goaltender, uh, yeah, a few yeah. thousand on a goaltender. Yeah, you almost have to at this point. Yeah, if, if you're going to go that way, you, you you have to roll the dice all the way. Yeah, and and yeah, um, uh, what, what's it? Farabee. He's at thirty four hundred too. From yep. It's another cheap one. See where you know more than likely he ends up somewhere in the top six again. Yeah, you know, he's playing play. on the first power play unit again. It seems like so. Yep. But yeah, but this is the game. If you can make it fit, fit as many guys as you can, and work with the value in this game because there is a little bit here and there. Like I mentioned, R and H, um, he's relatively inexpensive, fifty two hundred. There's some. There is some ways you can fit people in. Like I said, Tom Wilson. Um, Maybe some Zach Cassian at forty two hundred playing with the first line still. Hey, maybe Hagelin gets that those those two goals. He's thirty two hundred on the second line, so there is some spots where you can find some guys to get exposure to the other top mm-hmm. players. Um, you know, I don't like that Ethan Bear doesn't play power play unless he is on the power play now. But I like Ethan Bear. He's inexpensive. Yeah, he's second power play unit. So you know, there's ways to get a couple of inexpensive guys to get some points in this game but you got to dig deep and find them and see who this is where finding the line mate and the power play units comes in handy because you got to look and see who's playing with who if you can put Cassian in but you can't afford McDavid and Drysdale but you put Cassian in with McDavid Cassian's you know goal he could pick up a goal from the two of the best players in the world playing with him or pick up an assist on a, a McDavid goal so that's what you have to look for to get exposure to this game Get that late night hammer, like they say in baseball. You need, yeah, you need you need yeah, you need you need the hammer. You really mm-hmm. need 
it's kind of sad that you almost need the book bookended hammer, which is rare. Yeah. But it's paramount so. in, in the slate. If that does not hit, we're in for a long, long, long night. At least the late game is 9 o'clock. It's not a 10.30 game, so you're not waiting until that game to start for, <laughs> for it to and be a horrible a little, night. It is, yeah, it's it's a it's a little bit better. There's there's there is this silver lining of you're you're not sitting up till one a.m. and going, oh, what what? Why did I think about doing this? Was this true? As you as you sir? sit on the cash line waiting for Ovechkin to score a goal to help you get over the cash mm-hmm. line, he doesn't do it. <laughs> oh, he hit the post. Ah, so, oh, come on. So, all right. Well, I think that wraps up our our games for Thursday night. And so we are there um, at the end. As always, Chris, we do want to thank you for joining us, um, helping Matt break down this, this slate. Obviously, I don't know hockey, so usually he's riding solo as I just sit there and make little jabs here and there. So thank you for that. Um, please let everybody know where they can find you at, uh, website, social media, and all of that. Uh, the fun part in all of this, is, as always, uh, you can find me over at Chris Wassel DFS on Twitter. Um, you can find my uh, amusing uh, DFS writings often on Rotoballer, um, occasionally on Numberfire, and of course, uh, Osmo.com. And when all else fails, you can find my sports betting advice, which often borders on the insane yet somehow works, over at USA Today's Sportsbook Wire. A um, lot, lot of fun as, uh, as always, and you just never quite know what to expect. Like for example, um, you might get a crazy hockey pick that somehow hits. Like I don't know, the Tampa Bay money line miraculously coming through, even though a puck might have crossed the line with no, with a tenth of a second left tonight. Yeah. Oops. I think it did. Yeah, that the magic puck theory. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt, let everybody know where they can find you at and what you have in store. Uh, you can look for me on Twitter at mvecchio81. Um, if you've seen me on there, you know I had the cheat sheets out there. I will be continuing through a couple more days this week for free. Um, but I am launching um, a subscription to cheat sheets. I have a Slack chat, and I plan on adding some more to it, um, uh, like showdown slates and... Um, tiers and hoping to add you know keep adding on to it but it is an introductory price ten dollars a month which i don't think is terrible for the information you can get from it and information you can get from me in a slack chat throughout the day i will try to give you my core plays in there daily um, and you'll get about four to five sheets minimum a week on days i can get a week that can get more i will put more out um, but yeah so if you're interested uh, check out Twitter um, hit me up on there and I will uh, let you know how to get involved and then as always you can find me on Twitter at S Evans DFS covering NFL and NBA and then um, also follow the podcast Twitter at Tilted DFS um, once again thank you everybody for tuning in um, good luck and cash out and good night